The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Good morning and welcome to the final weekend before Lent. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, February 18th, 2023, Saturday of the sixth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is St. Gertrude Caterina Comensoli. Born in 1847 in Bien Monica, then under the kingdom of Lombardy, Venetia. She received First Communion in 1867 and joined the Society of St. Angela Merici. In 1882, she founded, with Francesco Spinelli, the Institute of the Sisters Adorers of the Blessed Sacrament. In 1894, she opened a house of nuns in Castelnuova, Boca Data, and in the same year in the province of Lodi. St. Gertrude died February 18th. 1903. St. Gertrude Caterina Comensoli, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. God, you know the desires of our hearts for authentic peace, justice, and love. I offer you my prayers, thoughts, words, actions, joys, and sufferings today, together with Jesus, who continues to offer himself to us in the Eucharist, who continues to reveal himself to us in the poor, the oppressed, the marginalized, the unborn, the most vulnerable in our world. May your Holy Spirit be my guide and strength today so that I may be a witness to your love, your justice, and your peace and to the sanctity of each human life. Together with Mary, our mother, sister, and friend, she who carried the Savior in her womb with all the communion of saints and with all of us who offer ourselves to you for the good of others today, we pray. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that parishes placing communion at the center may increasingly become communities of faith, fraternity, and welcome toward those most in need. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, we are those disciples with you as you climb the Mount of Transfiguration today in the Gospel. We climb with you. Um, if you've ever been to the Holy Land, you'll you'll know that the windy, windy road up to the Mount of Transfiguration is in itself a kind of scary thing to do. Um, but you just get a sense of the steepness of that, that mountain. It was a great effort to have climbed together. And, and by the time the disciples arrived at the top, Jesus, I'm sure they were just ready for a rest, ready just to be with you, to spend some time with you. You enjoyed saying to the disciples, often, come away, come away and rest, come away and pray. I'm sure they thought they were privileged, the privileged three to be with you on that mountain. And we too, as we pray with you today, Jesus, we're the privileged ones 
you want to spend some time with to just allow you to know us um, to know what's going on in our hearts today to know what's troubling us just entrust it into your hands at the end of the the gospel of the transfiguration saint mark doesn't talk about it in his account but we know that to go up they also had to come back down i remember being with a group on pilgrimage and we had a very blessed time um in lourdes in the south of france and you know people said why, why can't uh, faith at home feel like this why why does it why is it only when i go to lourdes that i'm able to pray or um, have these experiences with with others and i remember somebody saying well it's like the transfiguration you know we have to come back down to to ordinary life there could be a temptation jesus to treat our relationship with you as um we just want to be on the mountain all the time we we always want that feeling of of being close to you um of sensing you around but but actually where you're calling us to be saints is is in ordinary life so we ask you for the grace today to to find that wherever i find myself wherever my daily work my daily experience this this is where you've called me to for the majority of the time this is the place where you accompany me down the hill too you come to those places with me i've just come back uh, myself from pilgrimage this week i was in rome um, with some other pilgrims and uh Aside from being a great privilege, it's such a wonderful thing, Jesus, to be next to the Holy Father. We, we pray, we pray in this time of prayer for Pope Francis. Jesus, we ask you to bless him with your grace. He's not well at the moment, um, kind of physically immobile, using a wheelchair a lot. So as his children, his spiritual children, we, we pray for him. We want him to be blessed by you in this, in this moment of, of trial. Just thinking about pilgrimage more generally while I was away, it struck me that in, in ancient Christian pilgrimages, one of the, the key uh, elements to uh, a pilgrimage was sacrifice, some kind of penance, some kind of mortification. Pilgrimages these days look very much like holidays. I mean, the, we flew, um, the hotel was very pleasant, the food was good. It's, there's many, many comfortable things when we make a pilgrimage. The ancient pilgrimages, they would have been walking barefoot or uh, missing a meal maybe. And so it's worth us asking, where, where are those moments where I, where I introduce some kind of sacrifice into my life? Whether that's you know on a week away in, in Rome or uh, any other pilgrimage site, or more generally, like in the gospel today, where I find myself in ordinary life, which is itself a pilgrimage. And so needs some element of, of sacrifice, some giving something up. And yeah, these these kind of more famous, in inverted commas, penances of being without shoes or um, going without something we like, these are maybe spring more easily to mind when we think of what we can give you, Jesus, what, what we can give up. Maybe less so are the, the niggles that surround us. You know, I, I visited as part of the pilgrimage, maybe you've been... Uh, to this place, the Vatican Museums. At the end of the museums, the Sistine Chapel. Sistine Chapel, a wonderful place where Pope Francis himself and, and many, many popes before him were elected. It's the place where all the cardinals gather. Um, an amazing place, actually, just to stand there and, and pray for the church, pray for all those men, all those leaders, all those shepherds who've 
who've been in there and, and some of them been, have been elected to be Peter, to be the prime apostle, a great opportunity to pray. But in that chapel, maybe you've been, you know, the artwork surrounding the walls, Michelangelo's um, image of the creation of mankind and an amazing image of, of Jesus as the redeemer um, and his salvation, incredible artwork. And it's, it's a holy space. And it says the signs as you go in say, this is a holy place here. Yeah, please be quiet. Please, please keep silence. <laughs> the Sistine Chapel is the loudest place in the whole of the Sistine, uh, whole of the Vatican museums. And the guards are forever saying, shh, 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 shh. And somebody said to me when I came out of that chapel, does that ruin your pilgrimage? Does that ruin your experience? For me, Jesus, it's, it's important to let those niggles actually be the place where I meet you. Actually, for the, for the niggles to be the very moment of allowing your grace, your cross, into my life. Because if it were left to me, everything would be airbrushed. You know, those images that people upload to social media that really look nothing like them at all because they're so airbrushed. Every, every blemish, every possible um, niggle is, is gone. We don't want an airbrushed relationship with you, Jesus. Instead, we tell you in this time of prayer, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready to accept some sacrifices, some, some struggles, you know, Maybe somebody looks at me strangely or, you know, maybe I don't know, the coffee machine is broken and I don't get my mid-morning coffee. Um, I don't know, someone bumps into me and they don't apologize. Tiny things. And these are the place where our holiness is tested. Because when it's something bigger, there can be something proud about, you know, quite liking the fact, oh, I did something impressive for you, Jesus. Well, what about those small places that as we walk this pilgrimage journey, which have, thanks be to God, thank you, Jesus, have moments of coming to the mountain with you and, and experiencing your presence. And if that's the case for us today, well, we rejoice, we give you thanks. But many of us praying, you, my brother, my sister, praying with me today, maybe this is a day of desolation for you, a day where we don't experience the Lord's presence. Well, in those moments, the moments of ordinary life, the moments of ordinary trial, we say, well, let this sacrifice give you glory, my Lord, and let this be an experience of the cross, the other mount, not the mount of transfiguration, but the mount of Calvary, the mount on which I was saved, the mount on which you showed your love for me. I want to meet you there, Jesus, and with you to rise again. Mother Mary, you were mother of such great sacrifice. Your heart was, was ready to make sacrifices, to lay aside your own plans when the angel came to visit, to lay aside your understanding of what the Lord's plan for your life had been. You received the gift of the Lord and it would have led to many, many moments of, of struggle, of maybe misunderstanding from those around you. And then of course the immense pain that we can't imagine, Mother, of Holy Week. And we begin on Wednesday, the season of Lent, in which we think very much of the cross. We ask you, Mother, to give us a heart that's ready to accept the cross, most especially in little things. Because in little things, we, we find our, our joy, our holiness. 
The saints tell us, do the little things with great love. Mother Teresa says this. So, Mother, pray for us as we, as we enter this great season in just a few days' time. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. What would happen if we let your love shine through? Through all the crazy things we always put ahead of you.
Even at our worst, we're only one step away from God. That is Steve Angrisano, 16 past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, February 18th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and we begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him, singing for joy. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us, we belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Go within His gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Let us listen to the voice of the Lord. Let us enter into God's rest. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, Benedicta tu in mulieribus. Et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus. Nunged in ora mortis nostre. Amen. 
None but the Lord has done such marvels. His love endures forever. None None but but the Lord has done such marvels. His love endures forever. O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his love endures forever. Who alone has wrought marvelous works, for his love endures forever. Whose wisdom it was made the skies, for his love endures forever. Who fixed the earth firmly on the seas, for his love endures forever. It was he who made the great lights, for his love endures forever. The sun to rule in the day, for his love endures forever. The moon and stars in the night, for his love endures forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. None None but the Lord has done such marvels. His love endures forever. He brought Israel out of Egypt with powerful hand and arm outstretched. He brought Israel out of Egypt with powerful hand and arm outstretched. The firstborn of the Egyptians he smote, for his love endures forever. He brought Israel out from their midst, for his love endures forever. Arms outstretched with power in his hand, for his love endures forever. He divided the Red Sea in two, for his love endures forever. He made Israel pass through the midst for his love endures forever. He flung Pharaoh and his force into the sea, for his love endures forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. He He brought brought Israel out of Egypt, with With powerful hand and arm arm outstretched. Give praise to the God of heaven. He has ransomed us from our enemies. Give Give praise to the God of heaven. He has ransomed us from our enemies. Through the desert, his people he led, for his love endures forever. Nations in their greatness he struck for his love endures forever. Kings in their splendor he slew, for his love endures forever. Sion, king of the Amorites, for his love endures forever. And Og, the king of Bashan, for his love endures forever. He let Israel inherit their land, for his love endures forever. On his servant their land he bestowed, for his love endures forever. 
He remembered us in our distress, for his love endures forever. And he snatched us away from our foes, for his love endures forever. He gives food to all living things, for his love endures forever. To the God of heaven, give thanks, for his love endures forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. God, our Creator, how wonderfully you made man. You transformed dust into your own image and gave it a share in your own nature. Yet you are more wonderful in pardoning the man who had rebelled against you. Grant that where sin has abounded, grace may more abound so that we can become holier through forgiveness and be more grateful to you. Give praise to the God of heaven. He has ransomed us from our enemies. Lord, show me your ways. Teach me to walk in your footsteps. From the book of Proverbs, when one finds a worthy wife, her value is far beyond pearls. Her husband, entrusting his heart to her, has an unfailing prize. She brings him good and not evil all the days of her life. She obtains wool and flax and makes cloth with skillful hands. Like merchant ships, she secures her provisions from afar. She rises while it is still night and distributes food to her household. She picks out a field to purchase. Out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She is girt about with strength, and sturdy are her arms. She enjoys the success of her dealings. At night, her lamp is undimmed. She puts her hand to the distaff, and her fingers play the spindle. She reaches out her hands to the poor and extends her arms to the needy. She fears not the snow for her household. All her charges are doubly clothed. She makes her own coverlets. Fine linen and purple are her clothing. Her husband is prominent at the city gates as he sits with the elders of the land. She makes garments and sells them and stocks the merchants with belts. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She laughs at the days to come. She opens her mouth in wisdom, and on her tongue is kindly counsel. She watches the conduct of her household and eats not food in idleness. Her children rise up and praise her. Her husband, too, extols her. Many are the women of proven worth, but you have excelled them all. Charm is deceptive and beauty fleeting. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her a reward of her labors and let her works praise her at the city gates. The Word of the Lord She set herself to work with courage. She put forth all her strength. Therefore, Therefore her, her lamp, lamp will, will never, never go, go out. out. 
The Lord will help her at daybreak. His loving presence will be with her. He dwells in her. She will not falter. Therefore, her lamp will never go out. From the Pastoral Constitution on the Church in the Modern World of the Second Vatican Council. Husband and wife, by the covenant of marriage, are no longer two, but one flesh. By their intimate union of persons and of actions, they give mutual help and service to each other, experience the meaning of their unity, and gain an ever deeper understanding of it day by day. This intimate union in the mutual self-giving of two persons, as well as the good of the children, demands full fidelity from both and an indissoluble unity between them. Christ the Lord has abundantly blessed this richly complex love, which springs from the divine source of love and is founded on the model of His union with the Church. In earlier times, God met His people in a covenant of love and fidelity. So now the Savior of mankind, the Bridegroom of the Church, meets Christian husbands and wives in the sacrament of matrimony. Further, He remains with them in order that, as He loved the Church and gave Himself up for her, so husband and wife may, in mutual self-giving, love each other with perpetual fidelity. True married love is caught up into God's love. It is guided and enriched by the redeeming power of Christ and the saving action of the Church, in order that the partners may be effectively led to God and receive help and strength in the sublime responsibility of parenthood. Christian partners are therefore strengthened and, as it were, consecrated by a special sacrament for the duties and the dignity of their state. By the power of this sacrament, they fulfill their obligations to each other and to their family and are filled with the Spirit of Christ. This Spirit pervades their whole lives with faith, hope, and love. Thus they promote their own perfection and each other's sanctification and so contribute together to the greater glory of God. Hence, with parents leading the way by example and family prayer, their children, indeed all within the family circle, will find it easier to make progress in natural virtues, in salvation, and in holiness. Husband and wife, raised to the dignity and responsibility of parenthood, will be zealous in fulfilling their task as educators, especially in the sphere of religious education, a task that is primarily their own. Children, as active members of the family, contribute in their own way to the holiness of their parents. With the love of grateful hearts, with loving respect and trust, they will return the generosity of their parents and will stand by them as true sons and daughters when their parents meet with hardship and the loneliness of old age. This is a great mystery, but I am saying it of Christ and of his church. Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her.
A man must love his wife as he loves himself, and a woman must respect her husband. Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Let us pray. O God, who teach us that you abide in hearts that are just and true, grant that we may be so fashioned by your grace as to become a dwelling place pleasing to you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Twenty-seven minutes before the hour on Saturday, February 18th, 2023, Saturday of the sixth week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. that amazing that is joanne smith on the auto harp with amazing grace 24 minutes before the hour it's daybreak on relevant radio and the relevant radio app in today's gospel from truth and life the dramatized audio bible 
we witness the transfiguration from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves, and he was transfigured before them. His garments became glistening, intensely white, as no fuller on earth could bleach them, and there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, and they were talking to Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is well that we are here. Let us make three booths, one for you, and one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Peter did not know what to say, for they were exceedingly afraid. And a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone with them but Jesus only. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus charged them to tell no one what they had seen until the Son of Man should have risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what the rising from the dead meant. Why do the scribes say that first Elijah must come? Elijah does come first to restore all things. And how is it written of the Son of Man that he should suffer many things and be treated with contempt. But I tell you that Elijah has come, and they did to him whatever they pleased, as it is written of him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are available on the relevant radio app. Mercy on those who fear him and 
the visitation song it's from ali alia with a little bit of a different take on the magnificat it's 17 minutes before the hour on saturday february 18th 2023 saturday of the sixth week in ordinary time i'm paul sadek this is daybreak on relevant radio and the relevant radio app and we once again pray with the entire church We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful as we join together in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. As light of day returns once more With joyful voices let us sing To God of glory infinite To Christ our Lord for all his grace Through whom the great Creator's will Called day and night from nothingness, appointing them successive law, till time itself shall pass away. True light of every faithful soul, unfettered by the law. Oh, 
dazzling and undying light. O Father, uncreated light, be with us as the hours go by, that we may please your Son this day, filled with the Holy Spirit's power. As morning breaks, we sing of your mercy, Lord, and night will find us proclaiming your fidelity. As morning breaks, we sing of your mercy, Lord, and night will find us proclaiming your fidelity. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad. For the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works! How deep are your designs! The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. See how your enemies perish. All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength. You anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes. My ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God, still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, My rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Take our shame away from us, Lord, and make us rejoice in your saving works. May all who have been chosen by your Son always abound in works of faith, hope, and love in your service. As morning morning breaks, we sing of your mercy, Lord, and night will find us proclaiming your fidelity. Extol the greatness of our God. Extol the greatness of our God. Give ear, O heavens, while I speak. Let the earth hearken to the words of my mouth. May my instructions soak in like the rain, and my discourse permeate like the dew, like a downpour upon the grass, like a shower upon the crops. For I will sing the Lord's renown. O proclaim the greatness of our God, the rock, how faultless are his deeds, 
how right all his ways. A faithful God, without deceit, how just and upright he is. Yet basely has he been treated by his degenerate children, a perverse and crooked race. Is the Lord to be thus repaid by you, O stupid and foolish people? Is he not your Father who created you? Has he not made you and established you? Think back on the days of old. Reflect on the years of age upon age. Ask your Father and he will inform you. Ask your elders and they will tell you. When the Most High assigned the nations their heritage, when he parceled out the descendants of Adam, he set up the boundaries of the peoples after the number of the sons of God, while the Lord's own portion was Jacob. His hereditary share was Israel. He found them in a wilderness, a wasteland of howling desert. He shielded them and cared for them, guarding them as the apple of his eye. As an eagle incites its nestlings forth by hovering over its brood, so he spread his wings to receive them and bore them up on his pinions. The Lord alone was their leader. No strange God was with him. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Extol the greatness of our God. How wonderful is your name, O Lord, in all creation. How wonderful is your name, O Lord, in all creation. How great is your name, O Lord, our God, through all the earth. Your majesty is praised above the heavens. On the lips of children and of babes you have found praise to foil your enemy, to silence the foe and the rebel. When I see the heavens, the work of your hands, the moon and the stars which you arraign, what is man that you should keep him in mind? mortal man, that you care for him. Yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honor you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hand, put all things under his feet. All of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air and fish that make their way through the waters. How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty Lord, how wonderful is your name. You have made every creature subject to you. Make us worthy to give you service. How wonderful is your name, O Lord, in all creation. A reading from the letter to the Romans. 
Bless your persecutors. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Have the same attitude toward all. Put away ambitious thoughts and associate with those who are lowly. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. It is my joy, O God, to praise you with song. It, it is, is my, my joy, joy, O God, God to, to praise you with song. To sing as I ponder your goodness. To, to praise you with song. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. It is, it is my, my joy, O God, God, to praise you, you with song. Lord, guide our feet into the way of peace. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, guide our feet into the way of peace. Let us celebrate the kindness and wisdom of Christ. He offers his love and understanding to all men, especially to the suffering. Let us earnestly pray to him. Perfect Perfect us us in love, love, Lord. This morning we recall your resurrection. And we long for the benefits of your redemption. Perfect Perfect us in in love, love, Lord. Grant that we bear witness to you today, Lord. And offer an acceptable gift to the Father through you. Perfect Perfect us in in love, love, Lord. Enable us to see your image in all men. And to serve you in them. Perfect Perfect us us in love, love, Lord. Lord Jesus, you are the true vine, and we are the branches. Allow us to remain in you, to bear much fruit, and to give glory to the Father. Perfect Perfect us in in love, love, Lord. We pattern our prayer on the prayer of Christ our Lord and say, Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, we praise you with our lips and with our lives and hearts. Our very existence is a gift from you. To you we offer all that we have and are. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Hey, Lent is creeping up on us. It's only a few days away. It begins this coming Wednesday, and you can elevate your Lent this year in just two minutes each day with Father Rocky's Lenten Lessons on the Mass. Now, these are packed with interesting facts to help you learn more about the Mass and your faith. See why these bite-sized videos have had over a million views last year. Sign up for Father Rocky's Lenten Lessons on the Mass at relevantradio.com slash Lent. They are, of course, absolutely free. It's Saturday, a day to get chores done. But don't stop praying. The Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. You go out and make this a great day and a great weekend, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.